Okay, we just finished a busy weekend celebrating yes. Peyton's 21st birthday. Officially legal. So I want to encourage any 50-plus people <laughs> that have not hit up the nightclub scene with a 21-year-old, <laughs> give it a shot. You're like a, you're kind of like a puppy dog. All the, the, teen, all the uh, young 20s think you're like, oh, she's so cute, a mom came. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the mom. Yeah. We got plenty of attention over the weekend, <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> I, just, I just love thinking like, oh, my gosh, I'm so old. But it was fun. It was. We enjoyed ourselves, maybe got into a VIP situation. <laughs> hey, you got to take advantage hey. of it. So. <laughs> but happy birthday, Peyton. Thank you. I think, I think you had a good one. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, we stayed up way too late, but... Um. Three in the morning. I cannot <laughs> even tell you the last time I did that. That was crazy. So, but it was it was a good weekend and we're rallying and getting through the week now. We are. We got a lot to catch up on. A lot to do, including our guest that we have here. This is Jenny Grooms. We're so excited to have her on the show today. And she is the executive director for the Foundations of Valley Health. It's a mouthful, but she is a very important (laughs) lady, and we're so happy to have her on. So a little tidbit about her is she actually headed up the first capital campaign for the Winchester Medical Center, and they exceeded their goal at $10.6 million. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty incredible. That is. Welcome to the show, Jenny. Thank you. Happy to be here. Glad to have you here. Yeah, you are a pretty incredible lady, and you have a lot that I'm sure you can share with our listeners. (laughs) To we always like to have like information that people can take away and use in their toolbox for you know, as a business leader or as an entrepreneur. And I know you've got a lot that you can offer. So we just want to hear and learn more about you. Great. So that's well, our plan. Fundraisers have lots of words. So I'm happy to share as many words as you like. Hopefully it's something you can use. Well, uh, Peyton gave a little bit of overview. Can you just kind of give us a little bit more of your background? Sure. I grew up in Southwest Virginia, very rural. Um, married young, moved all over with the Army and kind of fell into philanthropy early in my career. Um, and have been fundraising now for over 20 years, and 16 of those, actually 16 this month, wow. have been with Valley Health, helping healthcare here in this amazing community. We couldn't do it without our supporters. Well, I didn't realize you'd been with them for 16 years. Uh, we're a six-hospital health system in the northern Shenandoah Valley with two hospitals in West Virginia, four in Virginia. When I came on in 2005, we were just Winchester Medical Center, right. Warren Memorial and Front Royal in Shenandoah and Woodstock, and then we've added three critical access hospitals since then, just kind of expanding community care. We cover about 18 counties and half a million lives. Wow. Wow, That is incredible. What really attracted you to getting into fundraising? Um, I don't know if it attracted me or I just kind of (laughs) fell into it. You like asking people for money? I love asking people (laughs) for money. Um, You know, what got me into it really was, as most fundraisers probably, was by accident. I loved healthcare. My degree was in pre-med. I wanted to do healthcare, but didn't know what. Didn't want to be a doctor. I didn't have eight years of school in me um, in my early 20s. Trust me, I understand. (laughs) I left. (laughs) So, you know, I should have known from an early age that I was, you know, the top fundraiser with all the, you know, Christmas wrapping paper sales and stuff for the church, but um, I was with a bone marrow program in Texas, finding bone marrow donors oh. using kind of that medical background, yeah. people that didn't imagine their family, and we ran out of grant funding one year, and the light bulb just kind of came on. I'm thinking, gosh, I can ask people for bone marrow. I mean, surely I can ask them for money, right? Um, and really realized that it felt right to me, that I was able to connect resources to the mission of healthcare, and I didn't have to stick anybody with needles, that I could help oh, those professionals. Right. But what um, are the things to be, I mean, you're asking for money to mm-hmm. help basically save lives. Absolutely, absolutely. It's really that case for support. 
And it's your perspective. For me, it is connecting resources to a mission. Right. Right. For me personally, my mission in improving health, that's, that's Valley Health's literal mission is mm-hmm. um, improving the health of our community. And it just, what, what gets me up every morning to say every little step, every dollar, every penny, I can see it go directly to the patients right. and the families right. and our staff and nurses and doctors here. So that gets you up every morning, but what keeps you awake at night? What challenges? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, well, daily, um, besides my dog keeping me up at night. <laughs> Um, and your cute pig you have. Uh, my cute pig, Juba. Juba. She's the diva so potbelly pig. <laughs> She's a mess. Um, she keeps me coming back to work so I can afford all the food she eats. <laughs> I bet. Um, you know, what keeps me up at night is always, you know, the, the what did I miss? What, what ball did I drop today? Did I forget to do something? Um, and then the continued future, because it, it is what we do is we just ask. I can't make them say yes. You're not providing, you know, a service or a test. People don't have to give. Right. So, right. you know, if anything gave me pause, it was, well, what if they don't want to? Um, and, and that will be for the rest of my career. And this or for any fundraiser, but it's something easily rectifiable because you can do something about it when you wake up right. in the morning. Yeah, so each morning you're trying to figure out how how your day is going to play out. And, yeah, yeah I think that that's probably a challenge that most of us have. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. what's yeah. the day going to look like and how am I going to make a difference in it? Yeah. Mm, so. I, I think that's what makes me excited about this career is that every day does look different. Mm-hmm. When I was in college and I thought I wanted to do physical therapy, when I did an internship, I found every day kind of looked the same. Mm-hmm. I had appointments. I had the same, you know, 75% yeah. of the procedures were the same. Right. Um, and it, it wasn't that it was boring but it didn't feel challenging. So mm-hmm. I have to remind myself when I'm up at night saying, right. you wanted this challenge, you need yeah. this challenge. I've just got a, a driven right. to purpose. Right. Well, and that's something that, that we've talked a lot about as uh, being business leaders. Yeah. You know, we're not the normal nine to five. No, our brains don't operate at the same level as a lot of people that work in the nine to five. <laughs> no. so, it's just always, actually yeah. our brain is just always operating. And it's hard, <laughs> it's hard to tell somebody that because, you know, they're like, well, why can't you just relax? Why can't you just shut it, you know, shut shut it down? It, and I'm like, it doesn't work like that. You no. know, there's constantly something rolling around in there and you know, it's just something that you can't turn off at the end of the day. Cause you're just born with it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so. absolutely. So I'm sure over the years you've had some mentors and role models. Yeah. Who yeah. Are some of them. I've had multiple ones. Um, I'd probably go back to my first one. My earliest one that encouraged my career was Debbie Mabry. She was um, the program manager for the Bomera program. Like I said, when I started, um, I was the coordinator. I was finding, you know, doing Bomera drives, trying to find um, typing and testing. And just something about her, and it's hard to even put into words, that mm-hmm. I was young. I was new at this. And she gave me enough leeway that it was safe to make mistakes, that it was safe right. to explore. I'd like to try this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she gave feedback in such a way that it that it stuck, that it was meaningful. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I just always felt encouraged mm-hmm. to try mm-hmm. something new. And I think that's huge. I think that a lot of people are kind of micromanage. Yeah. And if you're micromanage, how are you going to grow? Right. And I can relate to that too, coming in and Sharon mentoring me as well. It was very much a similar situation. I had always been you know, reprimanded for, you know, new ideas that didn't work and things like that. So coming into the situation where you have a mentor that allows you the leeway to fail or mm-hmm. to make a mistake and be okay with it, as long as you learn from it, that's huge in being able to grow. Failing forward. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I like that. <laughs> Failing forward. That's, that's a, a takeaway. Good that's, that's a good takeaway. Take I really like that. Yeah. 
So what is some advice you would give somebody who is considering coming into the same career that you are in? If you're looking at doing philanthropy, um, my, my biggest piece of advice would be volunteer first. Mm-hmm. Um, say yes to everything. In full disclosure, you're going to be exhausted, but if you right. think you want to fundraise, um, really get involved and beyond the event conversation, because I think that's how we all kind of start mm-hmm. out, is you do an event, it's fun, there's a beginning and there's an end, right. um, and you get to celebrate and see results. Right. But true philanthropy is a much deeper you know, relationship management tool that you have to be sincerely curious about mm-hmm. finding out someone's story. Right. And that being able to connect what they want to accomplish in your community with the goals of your organization. Um, and by volunteering, I quickly found out in healthcare philanthropy, so many people want to do th- so many things that are special above and beyond what a hospital can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and through that action, just kept me staying here. That's how I ended up 16 years, because there right. was always a something, there was always a story I could connect mm-hmm. to. Right. And you have you have created so many events that allow people in the community to volunteer mm-hmm. also. Right. I've been fortunate enough to be able to volunteer at some of those. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so, but I think that's part of uh, being in business is the giving back. Absolutely. And we've talked a lot about that as well, you know, being able to give back to the community that helped you grow and become who you are as a business and as an individual as well is is massive. Yeah, that is huge. Yeah. 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 I think that that's all part of being in a community because we take so much. You also need to give back double the amount. Absolutely. Make sure the people that surround you know that you're doing it for the right reasons. You know, it's not greed or anything like that. We're here for the community and want to continue to grow in this community and help out as many people as possible. Right, right. So we kind of talked about, you said, you know, waking up in the morning, thinking about your day, what you have to do. But what actually motivates you to get going in the morning? Do you have like routines, anything? Like what gets you out of bed in the morning? Besides three alarms. Yes. And And the pig that needs food. Absolutely. No, there's certainly a farm to take care of. But um, what gets me every night before I go to bed, and it's had to, I've had to force it to be a habit to not go down that rabbit hole, is I take a look at my schedule. Because I'm always afraid I'm going to miss something. That's what keeps me up. I take a look. I've got it in my head. So when I get up... It is getting ready for that first thing. So like today, right. I'm excited about getting ready. I'm going, I'm not on video camera. I don't Yay. need to wear a dress. <laughs> but so, you're still beautiful. You could have been you. on video. <laughs> we'll get a picture of you. Yeah. We're going to put that up. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, they, uh, you know, for this morning, it's exciting to see. I know as I'm going through, I'm a very minimalist in getting ready. Um, it's going through my head kind of what those meetings are going to be for the day and what's going to come out of it. Uh, we very much that. participate yeah. in the moves management. How am I moving our mission forward in these next 24 hours? Because you have to take it in these bite-sized right. chunks. Mm-hmm. And that really motivates me every day. Some days it's spreadsheets. Some days it's finance reports. Right. But if I can connect that early on in the day to say, and this is going to get the information to this person that can make this informed mm-hmm. decision, it's easily motivating. I think that's a great great way to look at things because I know for us, we a lot of times we have these massive ideas and you look at it and you're, you're almost paralyzed with mm-hmm. how big it can be and then you don't move forward in the small steps you need to get there. Yep. Instead, you're trying to focus on these large steps instead of just bringing it back to focus into what you can get done in that 24-hour period. Right. So I think that's mm-hmm. a great way. You don't get overwhelmed. You just, what can I do today? I have my top three things. Every day I start, what are the three things I'm going to get done? Now, there might be 20 things I need to get done. But if I can at least achieve these three, then I can end my day successful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you said uh, really, uh, really stood out to me is 
we have meetings, we have things we have to do. But I like where you said you also, so you have to think about what you have to put into it, but what are you going to get out of it at the right. end? Right. That that's, return on investment. Yeah, that return yeah. on investment. That's a, yeah, that's a great way to look at going into any anything that we have planned through the day. I think in especially post-COVID uh, with web meetings, there's so much opportunity to get more done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's important to define busy versus productive. Yes. And I myself find it because sometimes it's comforting just to be busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, no but doubt. But then to recenter yourself, but is this productive? Right. What, what is the investment I'm making with this time? Because I could be doing something else. Right. right. And that ties into with us. We always talk about working not just in your business, but on your business. So we can tend to get really busy with what's in our business and not be able to work on it. So I think that ties directly into what we have to do on a daily basis as well, you know, and not getting so caught up in the day-to-day things. Well, and and I think... It's, it's very, we have to be careful that we're, it's business, not busyness. Yes. Exactly. So often we can get caught up in busyness mm-hmm. and then very the business easy. ends up not doing so well because we've just busied ourselves and haven't right. been able to focus on things that really need to get done. Exactly. Yeah. So, but like you said, and I know Peyton's the same way, we don't sit well. No. <laughs> not at all. Yes. If I'm doing something with my time, there is a purpose. Yes. yes. It, Yes, yes. Relaxation. Eh. That can be a purpose. Yes. On sometimes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But. I feel like sometimes we operate so quickly all the time, you actually have to, you almost force your body to have to have that relaxation period. And because if you don't, you burn out. Absolutely. So. But I would imagine as business leaders, you're probably the same as we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. Even when you are relaxing, mm-hmm. your brain is going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100 miles an hour. Yeah. I feel like that is when you allow your creativity to kind of flow and that's when those ideas start firing at least mm-hmm. that's how it is for me you know mm-hmm. when I'm not thinking about the 20 things I have to do in the day right it's okay how am I going to grow this business to another level you know it's something like that versus oh we need to get this appraisal done or we need to do this right you know it's so. not task oriented right but mm-hmm. goal oriented right yep. big yeah. difference so so do you consider yourself successful <laughs> and and how would you define success um I would say I'm occasionally successful. For me, success is practiced. It's progressive. It it changes every day. Um, Success, you know, is certainly achieving a goal or a task or completing something. Um, But I think it's also something that has to be shared that it's a sense of peace Mm -hmm. for me. I consider my day successful if at the end of the day I'm at peace with where I left it. And sometimes not everything's done but I know I brought the best me to the day and gave right. it my best effort. Right. Um, and so I would consider that successful. And it's the challenge every day. Right. Um, and then big term in life, overall, I'm more successful than not successful. Right. I, you know, sort of playing the odds for it. Right. Yeah. Well, when I look at you, I see success. Thank you. So, no, I really do. I see like, you, the impact that you have on people in, the, in not only in the hospital system, but in the community. And like I mentioned, you you also offer other volunteer events for people to get involved in. So that, to me, all encompasses success. And you're yeah. a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> in spite. <laughs> and you like every now and then let me come over and hang out in the pool. <laughs> we can float in the pool. We That's schedule really our relaxation. Right. Yes. Exactly. Even then, though, we talk business. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, it's all it's all a flow. I don't believe in, 
you know, a work-life balance. And there's a lot of, you know, academia coming around it, that, it, that it's a flow that mm-hmm. especially with work from home and all these different opportunities, right. people are searching for this switch to turn on and off. And for me, and, and it sounds like for you mm-hmm. all, it's a flow. I treat mm-hmm. life life's a river. Some days it's the yeah. rapids mm-hmm. and then some days right. I sit back on the pool on the edge and just right. kind of watch it flow yeah. back. Now that's really interesting because that is something that you hear a lot, you know, that work, trying to balance, do that work-life balance. It's like, balance. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think it fits <laughs> I, for everybody. No, no that's think, a good point. That's, yeah. yeah. And I think if we're trying to, you're always going to feel unsuccessful yes. because right. I've tried for many years to compartmentalize, you know, home and work and personal life and business networking. Right. And I find when you just kind of, not that there shouldn't be some levels of separation, um, you find true happiness when you can sit around on your personal time with friends. And if you start dreaming some in your business and some of those ideas, like Peyton said, it's that creativity time, but right. you're still relaxing on a personal thing. It just yeah. it flows probably the only word I could find yeah. for it. I think it, it looks different for everybody. Exactly. And it's, it's easy for other people to look at what we do mm-hmm. and be like, you never slow down. You're not, you're not relaxing. But to us, that is relaxation. Mm-hmm. You know, that is what allows us to have that time and just calm down. Whereas for somebody else, it's playing on video games or something like that. Right. You know, so I think it's, it's intriguing to me because for so long I did the same thing. I was like, I need to force myself to mm-hmm. be like, this person who goes home and, you know, cooks dinner and watches TV. And that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that's just the way my brain is wired, similar to both you and Sharon. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, I'll get a random text from Peyton at 8 at night. Hey, <laughs> what do you think of this? And I'm like, oh, I wasn't thinking right then. And now you've just brought me back to thinking again. But let's talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And then the texts yep. go back and forth. <laughs> I'm like, oh, now you got me thinking. Yeah. You get into a flow <laughs> and then you come back out. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's funny, the work-life balance. Uh, my daughter Elena was just saying to me this morning, like, "Oh, let's let's spend some time together." And I was like, "Okay, come." Peyton and I are going to work out this afternoon, probably around three. Well, no, I'm spending time with my friends at three. It's like, okay, how about four? Well, no, I don't know that I'm going to be finished with my friends at four. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, we're all doing the best you? that we can. Yeah, that is all you can do. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, well, you might come in the last five minutes of our workout. Then that's yeah, all I can tell you. <laughs> So, well, Jenny, we're kind of running out of time, but I do think it's important to um, find out from you, like, how do you keep a, keep a positive attitude when things aren't going your way? Uh, oh, it, it goes all the way back to that flow. I mean, rarely do things go how I think they're going to, whether it's personal or mm-hmm. professional. Um, and I like to take a step back and just get perspective. Um, you know, you hear, is this going to matter in five years? Um, with fundraising, you know, go back and talk to the supporters. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need to make one phone call to one of those folks just to see how they're doing. And it centers me back to the mission. So even though this didn't go that well, I know something else is. And the same with the personal life. If I need time just for me, it's not sitting down, but I head to the garden. You know, I right. do something that I can see an immediate return on investment. I can do a result, mm-hmm. you know, make a dish, right. Right. Um, sit in the kitchen. And it just, 
everything's bigger than we are. Right, um, right. And you just get perspective that that one thing didn't go well is just a piece of it. And I know that tomorrow I've got an opportunity to do something mm-hmm. about it. So the one constant right. is change. And that, that scares some people. For me, that's exciting because I, I can always change it. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, like, I know we love change. Well, that's like you showing up at the gym and then not being open this morning. Uh, yeah. She was texting me. 6 a.m. Because I, oh. I got up to run at 530. So I was like, texted her like, get up. You said you're going to the gym today. Yeah. And, and I, I, def- I was on my way when you texted or I was getting there and. I got to the gym and no one was there. So um, I sat there for 30 minutes and I was like, okay, well, you can be proud that you got up and tried That's to what get I, out. I, I said, don't, don't let this ruin your day. Like, there are bigger things. Yeah. So we'll just, just we'll work, work out, out at three. We'll work out at three, with or without exactly. Elena. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Elena. So, well, this has been great having this, this conversation with you, Jenny. It's We've really enjoyed talking to you. What is a good way? I mean, people are going to want to know more about you. Where can they? Facebook, where can I find you out can more about find me, you? You can find me on Facebook. You can always shoot me an email. I love connecting with folks, um, especially over philanthropy and stuff, um, because it's such so very special. And people tend to complicate it more than it needs to be. And mm-hmm. just someone to chat with to let them know it's going to be fine. Yeah. So it's okay for us to put your email out? So. Absolutely. Okay, super. Yeah. Anything, that, anything that you can add for everyone listening that you think would be, you know, something that, I mean, you've added so much already that motivates people (laughs) and so forth, but, um, but I think, uh, just like you were saying, philanthropy is a huge thing. It's giving back and for such a big, big cause, big reason. So yeah. yeah. And every, and every cause is great. You know, Mm -hmm. don't be, um, down because someone didn't give to this or that. They're all great causes. There are more than enough. And I've stayed in this community so long because it is so generous. Mm-hmm. And when you connect with the right people, um, change really happens. Right. And so just be excited for change. Be open to change and welcoming to change. And probably my number one thing is don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's not about you. It's about something bigger. Um, if you can just approach each day with that, you'll be happy. Yeah, I agree. That's great that. advice. That is great advice. Well, thank you so much, Jenny. We're so happy you were able to make it onto the show. And for everybody listening, please stay tuned. We're going to release this, and then we have another guest speaker coming on that we're excited about as well. And we're going to link Jenny's information um, to this podcast. So go ahead, reach out to her with any questions you have or just want to chat. Yep, Jenny, I know, loves meeting new people. So anytime I go anywhere with her, she's like meeting people. She has a a magnetic personality. so many. How can you not know them all? Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you, Jenny. Thank you all for having me. It was awesome. This is Keeping It Real with Sharon and Peyton. We look forward to to hearing what you guys have to say to us about this this episode and look forward to the next one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.